Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Modern Retail Podcast. I'm Kale Guthrie Weissman, the editor-in-chief of Modern Retail, and this week we have Vladimir Vukicevic, who's the co-founder and CEO of personal care company Better and Better, which, among other things, makes uh, a toothpaste infused with vitamins. And I'm interested to talk just about the history of the company. It's relatively new. You guys just raised some money, but also just what it's like to be a personal care toothpaste startup nowadays. It's a very different selling environment for a CEO. PG company than it was even a few years ago. But Vlad, thank you for joining. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for, for having me. It's great to be on. For those who don't know, give give a quick intro to Better and Better. How did it start? Sure. So I would say Better and Better is a, is a personal venture. It's something that comes from me and my background and my experience. Um, I'm a first-generation immigrant. I moved here to the United States when I was six years old. I grew up in New York, um, went to college here. I did a couple of startups uh, already. So this is my third venture. Um, the first two startups that I did were successful. I, I grew them. I, they were acquired as well. And after the first two experiences, I said, I want to build something that's really personal and something like near and dear to my heart. And um, better and better stems from my personal desire to not have to take any more vitamin pills or supplement pills <laughs> ever again. Uh, if, when I was a kid, I, I went through a lot of health issues, health challenges. Thankfully, I came out all right, everything was okay. But uh, one of the big kind of takeaways was that I had to take these vitamins, vitamin D, iron, other supplements on an ongoing basis. And I had to do that my whole life. And so during my even my previous ventures, I started exploring other ways of how can you get these micronutrients without having to take pills. And I stumbled upon the idea of sublingual absorption. So that means absorbing the vitamins, the nutrients, the minerals through your mouth. So the, the, the skin underneath your tongue, through your gums, your cheeks, and beyond. And realize that this is actually a very powerful mechanism of delivering different uh, micronutrients and, and other drugs potentially as well down the road. And so as I started deep diving into that, um, that's how I realized that toothpaste could be a great delivery mechanism for this sublingual sublingual absorption. And so when my second company was acquired in 2019, I said, okay, let's do this. Let's build a company that leverages this really powerful mechanism in a way that uh, connects to an existing habit, which is brushing your teeth. And so that's where the idea for our two-in-one toothpaste came about is, is through really my personal, <laughs> my personal laziness and my personal desire to not have to take, uh, you know, not to have to swallow pills over and over again. Yeah, I am notoriously bad at remembering to take any, any pills in the morning. So it's a smart idea. Can you talk about your first or earlier ventures? Because they were all in the tech world, right? Yeah. So my, my first venture was a company called Rocket Hub. Uh, it was one of the first crowdfunding platforms, actually. So similar to Kickstarter, similar to Indiegogo, but we were a little bit more focused on academic and entrepreneurial projects. So we worked with universities, we worked with Venture for America to help entrepreneurs raise anywhere between like a few thousand dollars up to up to a few hundred thousand, depending on the projects, for mainly like prototypes, early early product development, early product launches, stuff like that. I was the CTO there, so I helped to build the the platform. It was more of a marketplace, but we did help. We, we worked with a lot of entrepreneurs, helping them structure their campaigns. So I got to see a lot of different entrepreneurial ideas be implemented, not just in the tech world, but in the CPG space, in the personal health space, wellness, uh, science, science and, and even biotech in some cases. So it was a great like 
I call it my MBA because I, I, I didn't go to school, you know, for, for a graduate degree, but that, but Rocket Hub was my graduate degree in, in that helping to build a, a startup, but also helping to see a lot of other startups. And so that, that company was from 2010 to 2014. Uh, we, we raised a little bit of angel funding and then we were acquired. And so after that, I didn't want to stay on. I wanted to build something different. And so my second company was a company called Mural. Uh, Mural was a digital art platform. So kind of, um, uh, you know, a marketplace as well, but also it, there was a hardware component. We were actually building a digital frame that you could put in your home or your public or whatever, a public space, a restaurant restaurant, hotel, you put it on the wall and it looked and felt like a painting, but was actually a digital, uh, a digital hardware. And so the idea was to really build kind of like the iPod for art. And we did that. So we, we, we grew it from an idea to we, we started producing here in the United States. Then we moved overseas. We, we, we raised about $10 million for that company and then ended up getting acquired by one of our strategic investors, a company called Netgear. And so, again, full circle, full loop. It was an incredible experience, but it was also my first foray into physical products, which mm-hmm. I think kind of lends itself well to CPG and, and, and consumer, you know, consumer goods. So I learned a lot about supply chain management, cash flow management, logistics, warehouses, all the things that we are uh, uh, kind of uh, that are important at this point for us in, in, in the better and better universe. Yeah, that, that leads perfectly into my next question, which was, you know, you, you got into physical goods with your second startup and you learned a lot about yeah. supply chain stuff. But then CPG and specifically oral care that has a vitamin component is very different from, uh, you know, a, a, a digital object. Or, you know, a, And so how did you what was your crash course in there? How did you? How did you get from point A to point B where you were able to get a market that actually had vitamins in it that people could quasi ingest? Sure, uh, sure. Because it's very different. Yeah. Well, so I was lucky enough to have really good co-founders. So um, uh, my co-founder uh, at Mural as well, uh, his name is Jerry. Uh, he he uh, I've known him since college. We're good friends. Um, and actually he comes from a CPG background. So he, he was a product manager at Fresh Direct, which is a big retail, retailer here in New York City area that also has its own, uh, uh c- consumer products. So food, beverage and beyond. So he was a product manager there for four or five years. And then I pulled him into electronics. Um, for, for a mural, uh, which was, he, he did a really good job at. Um, but then when, when I, I started talking to him with about better and better, that's where he got really excited because it was kind of back in the CPG consumer world that he was so, uh, well acquainted with. And so, uh, he is the COO. So he manages the supply chain, the logistics, the, the sourcing. And as you can, you know, as you know, that's a, that's a very arduous and challenging process. So having him as the COO, where I am the CEO, uh, kind of as the, the head of the, the strategy, uh, product kind of development, management, all that, well, he actually implements has been quite useful because we were able to ramp up really relatively quickly between, you know, R&D that we did in 2019, 2020, and then we started producing late 2020, early 2021. That's a pretty quick ramp up. So we were able to do it pretty, pretty um, expediously when, uh, when we began that. Uh, so yeah, good, good co-founders. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a good tip. Uh, yeah. can, but can you go a little bit more into just sort of that pre-launch launch phase? Because 
you, I, I know that many people specifically when it's there, it wasn't your co-founder's first story, but your first foray into, you know, something that's ingestible that I imagine you have to make a formula. It takes a lot of time. How were you able to go about that? What was that process? So even though we, we've kind of done a lot and had some experiences, it's still a shit show. It's still, uh, <laughs> it takes a lot of trial and error testing. I mentioned that, you know, I started developing this concept even during my previous companies. So I, the early, early formulas I was making in my own kitchen, mixing and matching, uh, kind of the, 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 you know, do it for yourself approach. And then in 2019, when we started the company officially and started working on it officially, really it's about finding the right formulators and finding the right kind of, uh, technical people, uh, biochemists, chemists, um, to help us, manifest these concepts into reality, that's when we started really experiencing the, the the joys and the pains of something like that. And really, most of it is through iteration. So we probably went through 400, 500 different formulas. We had to switch the, the people we worked with a couple of times because we just, like, they weren't getting it. We, we, we kept pushing them, like, it has to taste and feel like toothpaste, but still have the vitamins. Um, and so it has to have the element of foaming, cleaning, whitening while still delivering the sublingual process. Uh, we had to really find the right partners. And when we did, we were able to create that V1 formula in late 2020 and launch it uh, to start getting into market and start getting market feedback from it. But it, again, it took a lot of I, I, trial and error. And during COVID time, that was extra difficult because you couldn't just go to a lab and test 10 different things. It was a lot of mailing back and forth. It was a lot of um, kind of FedEx and, and UPS experience. So that's um, that's what it was for us in 2020. What sort of like certifications or are there certifications that you need in order to, to get this kind of product into market? Or how did you how did you approach all of that? Yeah, that's fa- that's a great question because we fall somewhere between the traditional personal care world, which is very lax <laughs> in in its uh, approvals and and testing, and and the supplement world, which is a little bit more stringent, a little bit more um, kind of uh, uh, you have to check certain boxes in order to get approvals. So we're kind of right in between that, and so we we've, we've taken you know we've had to do both basically. The toothpaste has to do what toothpaste does, and and the supplements and the vitamins, the minerals that are added to the toothpaste need to be fully vetted and approved in, in any way that a traditional supplement that you would swallow needs to be approved. So it's kind of like double, double the work, but in the end, it manifests in a really good product that um, can uh, be used for obviously cleaning your teeth, but also can deliver these doses of, of vitamins and supplements. And then we have a, sci- a few scientific advisors that we work with in order to make sure that the formulation is correct in terms of the quantities. So we went through all the different studies around sublingual and found uh, really 26 studies that are relevant to us uh, that uh, that look at vitamin A, vitamin B1, B12, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Those are the, the vitamins that we're looking at right now. And we we, we looked at like uh, the quantities that they use, the elements that they use. Some of those studies were actually even in toothpaste. So it was very, very rele- relevant for us. And based on those existing studies, we created our formulation to, to mimic some of the success stories and uh, the, the, the proven uh, uh, kind of effective components to put into our toothpaste. And so that's why we picked the vitamins that we did, because A, 
so many people are vitamin B12 and vitamin D deficient, but uh, B, those, those vitamins have been proven to really work through the sublingual delivery mechanism. And so let's go to early 2021 when you launched. What was your launch plan? Was it, you know, wh- what channels did you want to be in? How did you approach all that? Yeah, our, our, we, we were primarily and still are primarily a D2C company, so direct-to-consumer. Uh, and we, we launched on our website uh, f- first and foremost. Um, and uh, we really, the goal of that initial launch was market testing because no matter how much how many surveys you do and discussions and and questionnaires you still you don't know what the market's going to do until you are out there selling your product and so we created 20,000 units with the goal of let's learn how how to sell this and let's learn what the market feedback is around this product and so that's what we did so the, the we sold out that first batch in about 6 months which was very successful for us and we were able to to really learn about what resonated from a marketing perspective so what kind of messages worked what kind of channels for getting those messages out worked and then we were also able to learn about what was good about the product and what wasn't so good so that once we launched v2 of the product which we did earlier this year we knew what we needed to improve and we knew what we needed to to make different or make better or, or even to enunciate even further in the product so i really view that initial launch um as a test and a test that helped us get to where we are now, which was our seed fundraise and kind of the mainstream launch of our brand on, on our website and on Amazon as well. And then hopefully we'll be in retail by the end of this year, uh, in, in addition to, to these channels. So what in that initial you know, phase when you first launched V1, what were the big marketing things? Where did, what channels worked the best in order to reach customer? And what, what had to be tweaked messaging-wise? Yeah, I mean, early on, we were trying to do a couple of different things at the same time. So we, 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 put, the, we put the toothpaste in, like, in pouches. So we were trying to change how packaging was done in addition to the formulation. And so we quickly learned that you, you, as a startup, you have to focus your spear on one core benefit. And so we learned like we have to strip away a lot of this messaging and actual logistics around packaging, around shipping, around how we were distributing the product. And so we kind of simplified there. And then the biggest lesson for us was that people really, really care about vitamins and nutrients. And so that the, 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 the story around getting your vitamins and nutrients through sublingual, through your mouth absorption was the thing that really did well in our marketing and, and in our, in our presentation on online. And really that's the thing that, um, uh, really gives us the ROI when we, when we talk about it. And so we had, we learned to double down on the vitamins, the nutrients, the supplements, uh, um, first and foremost, and then talk about, you know, how it's packaged well, how it's shipping and, and, and all of that. Yeah, that's so interesting. I was I was doing research and I was looking at the press that you got when you first launched, and it seemed like the press at the initial part was I think you had an architectural digest story yes. that was about like packaging. Like, look, look at this innovative packaging, and it seemed like that. And then now this year, it's all about the vitamins. And so, was it just that people I, are more? That's that's what people were buying more of. Yeah, I mean, when you when you when you sell a product that has been around for a hundred to you know one hundred fifty years, uh, people want to know not just what's different, but what's better about it. And the packaging was cool and it was neat, but that wasn't what was better. What was better is that you could brush your teeth and you can get a a dose of vitamin D and B12. And so 
really, you know, we that's how we learned that this is the core benefit that we need to we need to focus on, and this is the core benefit that uh, is going to sell our product for the foreseeable future. And then in the future, we we will probably come back to some of the packaging and and kind of sustainability innovations there, but it'll just take a little bit longer um, in, in terms of product development. Have you been on Amazon since day one? No. So we we launched Amazon probably, I would say, end of last year, and then really started to focus on it and look at it earlier this year. Um, so Amazon has really been a big part of our business um, early uh, probably since early 2022 uh, and is continuing to grow very quickly for us. Was it just that, you know, if you're a CPG brand, you should probably be on Amazon? Uh, what, how did, what made you decide to go that, that route specifically when you're focusing so much on DTC as well? I think we were looking at the data around uh, uh, toothpaste and around oral care and quickly realized that more people search for toothpaste on Amazon than they do on Google. Uh, just like brute numbers. Uh, so Amazon is the starting point for a lot of people, for most people, when it comes to these types of products. So it's almost as if the top of the funnel doesn't really start, start at, um, at, at Google or Facebook or Instagram or beyond. The top of the funnel for many people starts at Amazon. That's where they start to research toothpaste. That's where they start to look into different SKUs and different com- combinations and different versions. And, and so... If, if that's where people are learning about these products, we realize that this isn't just a sales channel. This is a learning marketing channel where we need to be in order to be successful and to be able to establish ourselves as a real powerful brand within oral care and within, within this toothpaste segment. We're now going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Can you talk about how, because you're a really interesting, as you said, you're both supplement and oral care and Amazon is such a utilitarian channel in the sense that I'm typing in toothpaste and then I have a list of things and I'm probably pretty price or, or oriented towards that. So how do you, how do you like what what was the process of making it so that your listing stood out and that there was education associated with it? It's challenging, right? Because you're competing on Amazon has t- over 2000 toothpaste brands uh, on it uh, from the big, big guys through to. Uh, you know, mom and pop stop, uh, you know, from Oregon or, or New Hampshire or beyond. So, um, we really had to f- focus on the benefits. Like, what is the benefit, uh, that you will get by paying an extra two or three dollars per tube for our toothpaste versus the mainstream toothpaste? And so the benefit is the vitamins and the nutrients. The benefit is what these vitamins uh, do for you, um, why they're important. And then the benefit also, and we haven't really spoken about this so far, but really that, that I think is key for us is like, we had to reinvent the formulation for toothpaste in order to be able to present it as a supplement. So we had to take all the things you would not want to digest in any way and remove it from toothpaste, like sodium lauryl sulfate, which is basically soap, like titanium dioxide, which is uh, the thing that makes toothpaste really white. Uh, we had to th- remove some artificial preservatives that you don't want to swallow or that you don't want to think about swallowing or absorbing into your body. And so we reinvented the core 
core formulation before we added the vitamins and the supplements. So that is like the third core benefit that really is important for us. So it's the, it's the, it's the vitamins, the, the things that the vitamins do for you. And then the fact that there are things removed from this toothpaste that you don't necessarily want to be using on a daily basis, kind of the eco clean element of the formulation as well. And we found that by keeping it like really, like I said, sharp and, and, and direct, that cuts through the noise um, on on Amazon, but it's still hard. And so most of our marketing and and uh, top of like top of funnel, even pre pre Amazon focus for this year and for next year is going to be about education. It's going to be about teaching people about sublingual absorption, about transbuccal absorption, which is through the cheeks, um, so that you can you know have this idea in your mind when you go shopping on Amazon and say, oh, okay, this mechanism is being offered by Better and Better. No one else is offering this in their toothpaste. You know, I will choose theirs as opposed to some of the others. What are the search terms you're trying to win at at Amazon? So is it healthy toothpaste? Is it just toothpaste? How do you go about it so that you're getting enough people, but it's specific enough that they know that they're getting something special? That's a great question. Yeah, we've definitely... You know, we try to compete on the toothpaste and the kind of general terms, but those are so hard and so expensive. And as you mentioned, people are particularly price sensitive for those. So we've kind of gone to the second degree of that. So organic toothpaste, vegan toothpaste, um, uh, uh, natural toothpaste, um, tooth, and then the third one, the third degree is toothpaste with vitamins, vitamin B12, vitamin D3, uh, vitamin D3 and toothpaste, vitamin B12 and toothpaste. But those search terms, as you can imagine, are, are much smaller. And so it's really that in between the, the people who are buying natural organic toothpaste already, the people who are already buying Tom's of Maine or David's or some of those more kind of established natural toothpaste, hello toothpaste, that have been around for 10, 20, 15, 20 years, those are the, the customers that are, are ready and willing to change. Uh, they're already paying a bit of a premium over Crest and Colgate and, and the traditional toothpaste. And so that's the kind of sub-segment that we're going after for now before we can go after the much broader, you know, uh, pretty much everyone <laughs> segment after, you know, after we've been established for a little while. Makes sense. Um, you said you're investing a lot in education this year. What are the channels? Is that like working with influencers so that they do posts talking talking about absorption? Is that Instagram? Or what are you finding works best with education as part of a marketing schema? Yeah, I think influencers is almost like a you have to do it. It's hygiene. <laughs> um, you have to take care of it. Uh, it, both in terms of like organic influencers who just get the product and love it and share it, but also in some cases paid and, and, and promotional influencers who have more of a, a traditional arrangement. Uh, but um, I, I think, you know, we're trying to think outside the box too. So for instance, in a couple, in about a month or so, we'll be issuing a study that we, that we conducted. And it's a meta-analysis of the 26 studies that I mentioned before that, um, it, it, it's very, you know, science driven and it's very, uh, you know, we, 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 we worked with a third party pharmacologist to review these studies and to create this meta-analysis around like, okay, this thing works. Uh, this idea of sublingual absorption works. You can, it's been done and it's been, you know, it's still being done by many different people through pills and through sprays. So the toothpaste totally makes sense. So our goal is to use this study to get press and to get uh, other publications to cover it. So it kind of the science part feeds into the marketing and the publicity 
in a way that differentiates what we do from other toothpastes, other oral care products, because we, we're not that. We're much more than just traditional oral you know, whitening or, or teeth whitening or cleaning or, or something like that. Let's talk a little about your recent seed round. It was $4 million. Is that correct? That's right. That's the, the, the collective seed round that we raised. With that now in your coffers, what are you hoping to do? What's, what's the plan for this year? A lot of that is you got to make inventory, right? You have to have uh, toothpaste to sell. So I think a big portion of it goes to do, to, to, to do that, to, to establish uh, the supply chain, to grow the supply chain. Uh, in addition to that, we'll be launching two new toothpaste varieties. So right now we have a Purity, which is just a clean organic toothpaste. And then we have Energy, which is with vitamins B12 and D3. Uh, but in addition to that, we'll be launching two new toothpastes uh, in a couple of weeks, actually. One is called Fortify, which is kind of a, a, a hydroxyapatite, re- so it replaces traditional fluoride. It remineralizes teeth. Uh, and then in addition to that, we'll be launching an immunity toothpaste, so toothpaste with vitamin C, um, vitamin E, and zinc in it. And I think that's going to be key for us because it, it's really our second a toothpaste variety with vitamins and supplements uh, and micronutrients in it. So I think that's going to be key for us. So more SKUs. Then in addition to that, um, we're, we're launching our first kind of non-oral care product. It will be uh, an oral spray uh, later this this year. So when you can't brush your teeth, uh, you know, you're on your go, on the go, after lunch, after dinner, uh, but you want to freshen your breath and you want a dose of vitamins, it's the oral spray will be like, like a version of that. It'll, it'll freshen your breath. It'll give you kind of a clean feeling and it will give you the vitamins and the nutrients in your mouth and your sublingually uh, in a way that you can't even do with pills or with, with other, other things because you can get a, a good portion of it in your, in your system through the spray itself. So uh, it's not just growing uh, our current SKU categories, but it's actually starting to launch additional types of products and then, you know, um, I think just having enough to talk about it. So marketing, publicity are, are, are key for us. Like I said, I think education or edutainment or market, marketing education, however you want to call it, is going to be the kind of the, the key for us over the next 12 to 18 months because most people don't know they can get vitamins just without swallowing a pill or a gummy. And so our job is to make them aware of that first and foremost. And then after they're aware of it, then they can learn about our toothpaste and the different delivery, the spray and different delivery mechanisms that we'll be offering them. Got it. Makes sense. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you're you're hoping to launch into retail by the end of this year. What types of stores, A, do you want to be in? Is it, you know, a more specialty health food store? Is it a mass re- mass grocery? And if you had one store that you could be in, what, what store would it be? Yeah, I think we're, our first and foremost, we're probably going to do top down in terms of pre- go a little bit more premium. Um, we're, we're, we're looking at premium grocery as our first kind of goal, like, like the sprouts or the fresh times of the world, uh, where it's like a regional chain, 50 to hundred stores, a little bit higher end, um, customer base so that, um, uh, we, you know, we learn, but we, we learn without having to like drink from the fire hose, um, too, too quickly. I mean, I think eventually down the road after we have some experience there, I think it's the Whole Foods of the world that I think are going to be uh, kind of our bread and butter. Uh, you know, Erewhon, of course, and on the West Coast and some of those like super duper high premium uh, groceries. But you don't really get scale there. You get you get you, your brand reaches. 
Yeah, you get cachet and, and, and you, you, gr- you grow kind of, uh, you know, which celebrity buys it in, in, <laughs> in, in L.A. or Santa Monica. Uh, but to get real scale that matters, um, the, um, the whole foods of the world are going to be important for us. And then we move down from there to Target, uh, to, you know, uh, more mainstream, even, you know, Costco, Sam's Club, and then, you know, the Holy Grail, Walmart and, and the, the, the mass retail. Uh, but that, that, that's kind of how we're looking at it. Uh, and then on the other end, there's the more clinical stuff like the CVS, uh, Rite Aid, Dwayne Reed, Ch- Chains plus um, uh, GNC, Vitamin Shop, all of that. So the, the beauty of it is we do fall within personal care and supplements. So we have a lot of options. It's just a matter of how we roll out. And, and we know it has to be step by step. As you're working on this expansion into retail, how are you thinking about placement? I imagine you would probably be want to be in the oral care section, but also there's a lot of storytelling involved with being in the oral care section. So how, how are you envisioning that? I think um, you're absolutely right. Like just putting it on the shelf next to a more, you know, mainstream traditional toothpaste, I think is going to be tricky. So I think we're, we're, we're looking at examples of successful rollouts like Harry's, like, um, you know, even in oral care, Quip and some other, other companies that have done bigger retail rollouts you know, end caps or or uh, signage that is more reflective of the benefits, I think is going to be important for us. And so whenever we can negotiate anything like that, I think we're going to go for it because it'll be worth the investment in terms of educating the customer uh, as to what better and better is and how it differentiates itself. And then, you know, in three to four years, hopefully we won't need that because better and better will be a brand that kind of most people will will be will be aware of and will be comfortable with. We're just about running out of time, but I wanted to ask you this just as you're thinking about expansion. You mentioned the oral spray. As you expand and you add more SKUs, is is the brand about the vitamin infusion or is it oral care? Such as, would you expand beyond being an oral care brand and doing something else that might still work in that that general space? Or is it, or will they all be about the mouth and that and that kind of vehicle? I, I think how we see the brand working out of the mouth. So we want to check the boxes uh, in terms of oral care, but then expand beyond that uh, to other transdermal products. So anything that touches your skin could be used to deliver vitamins and nutrients and supplements. And so we 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 want to work outside of the mouth into creams, into shampoo, shaving gels, uh, lip balm, and then potentially other other types of products that go on the skin so that in four or five years, Better and Better represents a holistic solution for you to get your vitamin D or for you to get your vitamin C or, or any other micronutrient so that you don't have to take a pill. But if you use two or three or four of your our products, uh, you can have your vitamin D intake in a steady, micro-dosed way that is actually much more natural than taking a huge pill once a day or twice a day. Got it. Well, Vlad, this has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, hopefully we get the chance to talk again soon. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Modern Retail Podcast, a show by Digiday. If you haven't already, please do subscribe and head to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and a rating. See you next week.